This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Monday. I hope everybody had a better weekend than I had. Tuned into the show last night. You knew that was not my best outing when it comes to hosting a political talk show on the YouTube and the Twitch. I've been in a bit of a funk. It was like, I think I get the seasonal depression. And and it's fucking cold here right now. Unfortunately, it's still going to be cold. We've got another winter storm sweeping the United States. Something like 60 million people getting ready to be affected by the storm that we'll be passing through on Wednesday. Talk about that here in a little bit. It is cold here. You would think I'd be warm in fucking Alabama down here in the Gulf Toast. I mean, it's not as cold today. It was it was like 40 high 40s, low 50s. But it has been cold, and Justin don't like it. Justin doesn't get out in the cold. And also, I haven't, I haven't seen anybody. And like, I've hooked up a couple of times with people, but I've had almost no human. In the two times I hooked up, I was annoyed by both of them. I was incredibly annoyed by both people. So, like, I, I haven't seen Sparkles in over a month now. Um. I haven't gone out and done anything, so I've, I've just kind of been in a funk, and I face-planted last night. I was also not expecting Keith's dad to be as... I, I don't, I don't want to say stupid. I was, I was wrong to keep asking him if he was stupid. But he kept, he kept asking questions that had these built-in assumptions... So we're going to address that because here's the thing is I needed to break it down and ask a few questions about where he was coming from. I don't think we were operating on the same set of facts, so I brought facts this time. He mentioned equality of opportunity. That's what we're trying to create. That was one of the things that I was trying to get to with the whole affirmative action thing. Yeah, shut the fuck up. I'm 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 not doing your bullshit tonight. I'm going I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. And then we're going to do our normal show. The thing that we didn't have an agreement on, it seems, is either Keith's dad doesn't believe that systemic racism exists or that systemic racism is a problem, whereas I believe it is a very big problem and that certain actions need to be taken to correct it. Because I don't usually, like, if you watch the show, you know I don't usually talk about race. Because there are there are plenty of people that are far more educated on the topic than I am. It's not my place to talk about it. I usually talk about economic issues. 
and worker rights, criminal justice, racism plays a part. No, that's what I'm talking about, that the built-in assumption. Because when I'm talking about affirmative action, I'm saying something needed to be done to correct the injustice of the past. That's why I kept bringing up the past. Your argument about, well, just because we did it in the past doesn't mean we should do it now is a stupid argument because it is implying that by wanting to pick a black woman to be on the Supreme Court that Biden is somehow being racist to other people and that couldn't be further from the truth. Or you have to have the assumption that black people aren't qualified to be on the Supreme Court. Okay, there is absolutely systemic racism. Keith's dad agrees. So, Keith's dad must not believe we need to take action to correct that. Because my assertion is that our systems need to be representative of the people. Therefore, picking a black woman amongst the qualified black people, the black jurists in this country, is one of the ways we go about correcting that injustice in order to make the court look more like the people that is issuing, issuing rulings about. Let me hit you with some facts. Because I don't feel like we're coming from the same place. You kept talking about equality of opportunity. Let me show you what I'm talking about. So, black Americans with college degrees are twice as likely to be unemployed. Black Americans with white names receive 50% more callbacks for job applications. The median wealth of black college graduates is $23,000 versus $180,000 in white graduates. White researchers are twice as likely to win research grants than black researchers. 27% of black Americans live in poverty compared to 9.9% of whites. Median overall wealth for black families is $11,000 versus $134,000 for white families. The median wealth for a single black woman is $100 versus $41,000 for single white women. Black Americans represent 40% of the homeless population despite being only 13% of the general population. Black home buyers are shown 17% fewer homes and apartments than white buyers. Black home buyers are more likely to be denied an appointment with a real estate agent. Housing lenders have disproportionately steered black Americans to subprime housing loans even when they were qualified for prime loans. Only 43% of black households own their home versus 72% of white households. Now, this has all been engineered. This is all a matter of government policy. This is a matter of negative actions we have taken as a country for fucking 400 years now. So the idea that affirmative action 
which only states that when you have two equally qualified applicants, that you pick the person of color or the woman over the white male seems perfectly reasonable to me. So I'm 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 at a loss at why somebody would be against that. And I didn't hear a good argument. I heard idiotic right-wing talking points. What I am aiming for is equality of opportunity. This isn't engineering some equality of outcome. It absolutely does state that. So I have no idea what you're talking about. When I was when I was referring to studies about wealth in this country and the zip code, because wealth goes hand in hand with zip codes, by the way. I'm going to show you that here in just a second. Georgetown study, wealth, wealth, not ability, the biggest predictor of future success. It's not what you know, it's who you know. So my question to you, Keith's dad... Is, is what policy what policy would you propose then to correct what is happening because you kept dismissing the past injustices because here's the thing you told us you were neutral but if you uphold that system which is a system of white supremacy you're not neutral you're on the side of the white supremacists. You're on the side of the oligarchs. So I'm 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 at a loss for what the fuck you're even talking about. And you kept throwing in these red herrings about fucking Hillary Clinton and making a straw man argument like, oh, people said to vote for her just because she's a woman. That never fucking happened. But especially if you if you care about equality of opportunity and, and picking the most qualified person in 2016 between the options, Hillary Clinton was clearly more qualified than crusty old white man Donald Trump. Well, so what do you propose? Because you came with nothing other than to try to tell me that every every one of the actions that we have taken to try to correct these things. Yes, the racial economic gap keeps growing. So what do you propose? What's 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 your what's your causes? What are you doing to change it? Other than being neutral, which seems to be on the side of upholding white supremacy. And here's another thing: we got off on this whole bullshit about affirmative action. We were watching Maria Bartiromo and Alan Dershowitz. Two people that did not deserve to be in that spot. Glug, 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 Maria, Maria, Maria Bartiromo, an accused pedophile, Alan Dershowitz. And while watching that piece, me and the chat were just amazed at the accused pedophile being interviewed on, on cable news, and you were more concerned about I don't know about how it was affirmative action that Biden would dare pick a black woman to be on the Supreme Court. What affirmative action policies? Affirmative action got struck down 10 years ago. We already fucking went over this. 
So I I I fucking Yes, and it's never been implemented in a way that could possibly meet the goals of affirmative action because we still live in an incredibly incredibly racist system. You're mischaracterizing them. They're not saying vote for her just because she's a woman. But because she was just as qualified as anybody that's ever ran for president on paper. And she happened to be a woman. You're leaving that part out. You're miscarried. And then you're getting upset that other people try to pigeonhole you or mischaracterize what you're saying. It's insane. Why? Why? Why is no affirmative action legal? That doesn't make sense. You're leaving out the part where you only have two choices. This is why I kept asking, are you stupid? Or are you not arguing in good faith? What in the, what, I don't even know who you're fucking quoting. I don't know what you're trying to get the boy. Like, nobody said just vote for her because she was a woman. That is leaving out a lot of context. So you two act like that and say that that was the argument that people made is just absurd. And that's why I kept asking if you are fucking stupid. What time article, and you keep fucking getting me off the fucking topic about shit that doesn't matter. This is very fallacious, and that's why I'm not going to spend that much time on you tonight. I'm going to make my point, and then I'm going to do my show. I, I, I have a very short tolerance for right-wing morons. The Opportunity Atlas shows the effect of childhood zip codes on adult success. The new data tool from the U.S. Census Bureau and Harvard University's Research Institute. This is what I was referring to when I said zip code. I mean, but the... But the just because they may have said they'll vote for her just because she's a woman, it's not that they would have voted for just any woman. She was also incredibly qualified and had earned her spot. So the implication that they just voted for her because she's a woman. You're the ill-informed one, and you're making horrendous arguments. What you are saying is fallacious. That's my point. You don't, you don't have an argument. You can't agree with me on everything and then be like, nah, trigger people, trigger my ass.
Oh, shit. Here's another example of systematic racism. We almost didn't get murderers prosecuted because of the DA in Georgia. Today, a judge rejected the plea deal for a man who killed Ahmad Arbery. Federal judge rejected a plea agreement on Monday that would have averted a hate crimes trial for the white man convicted of murder for fatally shooting Ahmad Aubrey, whose parents angrily objected to the deal as unfair and unjust. Let's hear from Ahmad Aubrey's parents. I told them very, very adamantly that I wanted them to, to go to state prison and do their time that Joe Wansley gave them back on, back in Jan- on the 7th of January. And then they, I got up this morning and found out that they had accepted this, this ridiculous plea. Very disrespectful. What about Mr. Bryant? There's no apparent on the record that anything's been reached from him. From all, from all the evidence that we have, the trial will be going forward concerning Mr. Uh, Bryant. What do you think the odds are that you'll be able to derail this? In other words, not yours. Yeah, I think it's important to the court that the family be bought in. Uh, the, 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 now, the family is objecting to him doing federal time. On the concern of the parents, uh, and their concern is legitimate. Uh, it is concerning the conditions of confinement, uh, which the state has already determined. Uh, and so I think that the court should hear Wanda Cooper Jones and Marcus Arbery out and, and set aside this plea. Do you expect that the judge will make a decision on this or how this will go forward today? I don't I don't know. All right. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, Mr. Arbery. How are you feeling today about this process that you can take the moment before this? How I'm feeling today? We wanted to hear Mad as I don't know what. Mad as Mad as I don't know what. Because they're trying to do some undercover stuff. Oh, me and the mama, we didn't know nothing about. Talking about a plea deal, we did not agree with that. And like I say, a mod is a kid you cannot place. You do know how valuable a mod was to me and his mama and his brother, sister, aunt, his cousin, all of them? He unplaceable. And he was killed racist. I don't know that any prison is better, more, more amenable. Especially, especially the high-class people prison where they send the white-collar criminals. They were trying to kill off on the spot. Apparently, Tommy Chong said that when he did federal time, he just played tennis all day. So, a little different than what they, they do down here at the state house. So, we want 100% justice, me and the mom and my family. What do you object to most with this plea deal? Sir, could you remove your mask, please, just for, so we can understand? Oh, no, it's too much going on for that. No, I ain't moving no mask. Poor right, man. Can you hear me clearly? I can hear you. What the fuck was up with that? Sir, what do you object to most about this plea deal? I just, I, I don't want them no chance to try to make their life easy. They're trying to stay in the state so they can be able to see their families and, and, and girlfriends and all that kind of stuff. When you're in prison, you need to be in prison. Well, I think it's important for everyone to understand what's happened here is that this plea deal that you're hearing about that we're going to hear a lot more about at two o'clock for the first uh, client uh, defendant that what people need to understand is that this family was not consulted that's the problem 
that there was no prior discussion with this family. And upstairs, right now, the state, uh, sorry, the U.S., just apologized to the family for the confusion that happened here. And so this is shocking for the family to have heard this last night for the first time when the family has been in total communication, they thought, with the U.S. So that's why it's so upsetting. And so the family will have, I mean, we're... These motherfuckers have gotten preferential treatment from the beginning. Uh, so you should understand why the family's upset. Do you hold much hope you'll be able to stop this? Please deal. Well, that's going to be up to the judge to make the final decision. And one of the things that comes Come on, out Darryl. from well, this was before the judge's decision. Determination as to, to what degree the judge listens right. to the victim's family. To what degree does that factor in to accepting a plea agreement in this matter? And that's going to be a large part of what you hear at 2 o'clock. Because you're going to hear... Yeah, that's, that's, this was after the... This news story came after the two o'clock hearing this afternoon the decision by u.s district court judge lisa godby lisa godby wood came just hours after prosecutors gave notice that son and father travis and greg mcmichael had agreed to plead guilty to hate crime charges that they chased threatened and killed at 25 year old Aubrey because he was black, but Travis McMichael's sentencing hearing Monday afternoon turned emotional and contentious as federal prosecutors urged the judge to approve the deal even after Aubrey's parents pleaded passionately for her to deny it. I'm glad your internet is back. I'm glad my internet is back. I don't I don't know why it cut out on me last night. If if people think I, I ran from that argument, that is certainly not true, because you know I don't run from an argument. My internet shit the bed. I hope you're still here, Keith's dad, because I'm I'm gonna, gonna take another shot at you here in a second. Aubrey's family objected to a provision that sought to transfer Travis McMichael immediately to federal custody from state prison. Aubrey's parents argued that conditions in federal prison wouldn't be as tough for the McMichaels. Aubrey's mother, Wanda Cooper-Jones, said she felt strongly that Travis McMichael should serve his entire sentence in a Georgia state prison. Please listen to me. Granting these men their preferred choice of confinement would defeat me. It gives them one last chance to spit in my face. Hi, Sparkles. Welcome. But here is Tulsi Gabbard, who had something to say about the verdict back in November. I believe this is the video that I want. Since you're a Tulsi stan and didn't didn't believe us about her making a hard right turn, here's the kind of stupidity that she is peddling to people like you. To get people like you on her side. Of Ahmaud Arbery was motivated by racism. And we need to make sure that no one can ever again rely on these outdated laws that can be used to justify this racist vigilantism. Now, if you are armed, driving in a truck and actively pursuing and... Yeah, I don't think this is the video that I wanted. I wanted the one after her, after the verdict. Maybe she took it down. This was November 19th of 2021. That should have been the one. On foot 
That's not self-defense. She's on the far right now because she's peddling to idiots. She's peddling misinformation to idiots. She said that the verdict in the McMichael trial proved that, you know, we've moved past racism in this country. Here we go. This this is the written tweet. Uh, there's a video. Jury in the Aubrey case got it right, as did the jury in the Rittenhouse case. Jurors, average Americans, had the intelligence and honesty to make the right decision based on evidence, not race or politics. This undermines the woke narrative that Americans are stupid and racists. Remember, they had to appoint another DA. The, the original DA has now been charged... I've got I've got a cat wanting to get in. The original DA has now been charged for trying to cover up this murder. It took a public outcry after the release of the video for these motherfuckers to see prosecution but it undermines the woke narrative if you're using the word woke unironically in a tweet you're you're not part of the left you have taken a hard right turn because leftists saw through you so you couldn't appeal to the left She's fake. She's a war hawk. She is sold out. And the last two years have been painful because I thought she was going to be the defense secretary in a Bernie Sanders administration. And I I think she would have been. I don't know what's happened to her now. She wants to appeal to the Joe Rogan audience. She wants some of that sweet, sweet money. She is not a principled woman. Here's Chucky Boy Schumer on the Senate floor. Let's let's talk about the Supreme Court, the topic that got us so far out in left field last night. Let's talk about the Supreme Court. Chuck Schumer vows move quickly. They're after I I could make so like president. You guys see it? I'm like. Even the right-wingers that try to take me down, unless they're just complete idiots, they recognize the talent. They recognize, make my own graphics and shit. I have a, a very good radio voice and presentation. I could clean up if I was on the right. I'm better than Steven Crowder. I'm better than Ben Shapiro. I'm better, damn better than Matt Walsh. Andrew Clavin or any like there's so many of them there's so many idiotic right wingers I don't like I don't know how there are so fucking many and they all make bank I have ethics 
So I'm going to sit here and thank you to the 10, 15 people that watch me every night. Love you guys. But this is, I mean, this is a passion project for me. This is not trying to make it big. Man, I could, if I didn't have ethic, all I want, all I want is enough money to be able to, to eat whatever I want from the grocery store, buy whatever video games I want. That's all. I don't want to be fucking Ben Shapiro wealthy. I don't want to be Dave Rubin wealthy. Who the fuck wants that? I want to do the show I want to do and talk about boring shit like watching Chuck Schumer on the Senate floor. Here he is talking about moving swiftly to fill the vacancy on the Supreme Court. Majority leader. I ask unanimous consent the quorum be dispensed with. Without objection. Now, Madam President, last Thursday, Associate Justice Stephen Breyer announced that after 27 years of service, he will retire from the Supreme Court at the conclusion of this term. Shortly after his nomination was first announced in 1994, then Judge Breyer mused publicly about what he expected his time on the high court would bring. He told reporters it was hoped to, quote, make the average Fascism? ordinary life better. that what he was hoping for? Nearly three decades later, we can safely say that Judge Breyer has met that mark and then some. Throughout American history, only 115 individuals have sat on the nation's high court, and few have served as long and as effectively as Judge Breyer. From his opinion on voting rights, environmental protections, women's reproductive freedom, and protecting access to affordable health care, Justice, Justice Breyer's impact upon our I'm nation. I'm not high enough for this shit. America is a more perfect union today because Humor of, shit. Of, of Justice Stephen Breyer. And of course, hey, Judge Smokey, Breyer's what's going on? service extends beyond even his remarkable time on the court, on the Supreme Court. For 13 years, he also sat on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the First Circuit. Before that, he served for eight years as a member of the Army Reserves. And of course, members of this chamber cannot forget that he was once part of the Senate itself, serving as an aide on the Judiciary Committee in the 70s where he worked closely. I'm trying my best to actually listen to him and not go off on a rant about how he needs to fucking retire. He remained his essential self, decent, brilliant, and dedicated to our democracy. Now, with his new vacancy on the court, President Biden will have an opportunity to make history by nominating the first ever black woman to serve on the Supreme Court. I am confident that the president will select an outstanding individual to fill Justice Breyer's seat. And we intend to move quickly on our constitutional duty to act on his nominee when announced. I can assure all senators that the Senate will have a fair process that moves quickly so we can confirm President Biden's nominee to fill Justice Breyer's seat as soon as possible. Today... Now, I, I expect you might hear that announcement here in the coming weeks. Apparently, they're, they're bracing for a bad jobs report coming next month because of the Omicron wave. So that would be a way that they would be able to generate good publicity in like the second week of February... Gotta think like a communications person. Now the problem, despite them wanting to move quickly, will be as we read last week. 
the Republicans have a way to block it in the Judiciary Committee. So it would take all 50 of the Democrats to be on board to change the cloture rules for bringing shit out of Judiciary. Is Manchin going to do that? Now, he says he's on board. He's on, he's on board with... A black woman on the court. Uh, a lot of people have been vetted. So we're looking for a, a good, qualified, competent, uh, rule of law person. And I think there's quite a few that have been mentioned. So I'm anxious to see who the president brings forward and move it through the process, judiciary, then pass it on to us, the full body, and then we'll vote. I'm anxious to do that. Do you think it would make sense to have this go as fast as the confirmation process did for the last open seat on the court? Well, it depends on the qualifications of the person. That's the main thing. If you have somebody that's already been vetted, it goes pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So if not, then it goes in a deep dive. And, and, and this is the highest court in the land. So it takes time to make sure you get the right person. But there's a lot of qualified people that have been mentioned so far. And I'm sure they're all good people. Have you spoken to the White House at all about the list? No, no. I'm anxious. I just think we need to make sure that we have a full court of nine. What do you think about the narrow net that he's cast? Just eliminate some black women? Oh, I think it basically represents, you know, you, you must represent basically who we are as a nation. I think it's, it's, it's far beyond time, far beyond time. It's time to do it. Okay. Thanks, Senator. Even Manchin understands this. That is the senator from West Virginia. Stick around. You're not going to believe what the governor from West Virginia did. But now here's the thing is he's going to be the key vote in changing the rules if the Republicans hold it up in the Judiciary Committee. Is he going to be willing to nuke the filibuster? Because he wasn't for voting rights. Are we going to have the same fight all over again? Now, as I even conceded to Keith's dad last night, No, you don't have to have been a lawyer or a judge to be on the court. I said that. Nobody is going to appoint somebody that's not a lawyer or a judge. Nobody nobody real, and I mean Trump might have picked somebody stupid. And yes, you can get elected. In a county as like a justice of the peace. If you haven't been a lawyer. Now they ain't picking anybody that wasn't a lawyer to be on the Supreme Court. Despite what fucking the right wing is going nuts about. Candace Owens trends for hours after the Democrats demand a black woman for the Supreme Court. How does how does our friend Keith's dad not get pissed off over this, you know? That would be picking somebody grossly unqualified just because of their identity. I didn't, I said it last night. It's on the video. You can be elected. And there's no, there is no... Uh, constitutional qualification to be on the Supreme Court, but nobody's picking somebody that's not a fucking lawyer or a judge to be on the Supreme Court. Nobody, okay, 
whether I'm pissed off or I'm doing my ranting like I usually do has no effect on the validity of what I said. And you're accusing me of saying something that I didn't say. It was on the video last night. Are you fucking stupid? I said it multiple times. I said we're not qualified. Nobody would pick us. Oh my god. I even said you can be elected in a local municipality. I know this because I did news in a local municipality. You're a fucking idiot. Now, it is possible that that is when my internet started to cut out. Maybe you didn't hear me say it, but I don't think it was. Yes, you have to be a lawyer for somebody to appoint you to a federal judgeship or the Supreme Court. You have to be a lawyer. Except maybe fucking Trump. Jesus Christ. I promise you, I said that last night. Because I kept saying, how many people have been on the Supreme Court that weren't a lawyer? That's why I kept asking you if you were stupid. Because it's like you're not talking to me. It's like you're just quoting shit and you think you got me on stuff. Candace Owens thinks the moon landing was fake. Yes, I did indeed see that. Holy fuck. I am I am seriously talking to an idiot. Keith's dad is fucking stupid. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? How many people have been on the Supreme Court that weren't a lawyer? It's the same fucking argument last night. That is nonsense. This has no bearing on anything. That's why I called it a red herring. You're just trying to... to catch me up in semantics. And go off on nonsense that doesn't matter. Instead of actually letting me talk. You're not doing this in good faith. Why I keep asking, are you stupid? Qualified in the colloquial sense is different than qualified in the constitutional sense. And I even said that. I said, yeah, you could pick anybody to be on the Supreme Court, but how many of them have not been lawyers? <laughs> this is this is hilarious. Like, that's how I know you're... Uh, but I will give it to you. There is the possibility that that's when my internet started shitting the bed. I was still talking to you, but I saw the red light come on. No one is triggered. Like, literally, ranting is what I do. That's my thing. I do rant comedy. I do rants on the show. 
You're not triggering me. This is literally what I do. God damn, right wingers are morons. But hey, according to Miss Moon Landing is fake. Leftism is dumbing down America. Here is Candace Owens at like some TP USA event. The AstroTurfed College Group. Reason why your schools and your classrooms are no longer focusing on academics, hard academics. They don't want you to be smart. Oh, she's got fucking. What's that shit called? Yoo-hoo? That shit sucks. Children that to be black means you're less than, and to be white means that you're an oppressor. Nobody is teaching anybody that. That is a a. It sounds good. And it wins stupid people over. The kind of people that say, uh, equality of outcome, not equality of opportunity. It, it wins people over that don't have critical thinking skills. But if you apply just the simplest bit of context to it, it falls completely apart. But she's not speaking to people with critical thinking skills. Why are we teaching that? We're not. The kids aren't learning anything that will get them ahead. Fallacious argument. That is a straw man. What they want to produce amongst your generation are a bunch of people that can't make money. They can't make money. Yes, uh, yes, it makes perfect sense that a capitalist society would want to dumb people down so that they can't make money. What? That that makes zero fucking sense. Like gender studies. I didn't have this when I was in college. Gender, you're majoring in something that took me all of three seconds in a classroom to learn. Male, female, the end, two genders, that's it. Not the end. Biologists and geneticists don't agree with you. But that's now, why a sub-science yeah. has popped up around it. Of children, and this is what they're trying to do to you guys who major in this stuff, because why not? You're spending $100,000, sometimes more, to go to a university to major in gender so studies. Hopefully, so hopefully you get some critical thinking four skills and don't fall for the bullshit of charlatans like Candace Owens. What are you going to do for a living with that, right? I mean... Is that, Something breaks in my house. I've never called the gender studies major, right? Please come come to my house and help me learn where the bathroom signs should go. Said nobody ever, okay? So you get these children. But maybe if you talk to a gender studies major, you would know a bit more about the topic instead of strawmanning them. And they find out that the kid that didn't even go to college, right? The kid that maybe sat behind them in math class is making more money in them than them because you know what? He went to a trade school and he knows how to fix the AC and it turns out, yeah, when the heat, when the AC goes off... And that's, and that's the thing, like, I've got nothing against trade schools, but like, fuck, make community college free. People need to get that two-year associate's degree because the hope is you get an understanding of history. You take a philosophy class that teaches you practical reasoning skills that you, you get a well-rounded, you take a statistics class so you understand statistical analysis so that you get a well-rounded liberal arts education. I would say this is actually Candace Owens that is trying to keep people dumb. Don't go learn about gender studies. 
uh, subscribe to my black or white thinking about the world. Man, woman, that's all there is. No, you don't. The, the vast majority of people that work at McDonald's aren't college educated. No, no, no. McDonald's takes advantage of, one, uh, uh, teenagers, sometimes as young as 15, depending on the state. It has a, 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 a large contingency of older people, people that should be retired, and they take advantage of people with lower IQs. You're not going and seeing a gender studies major when you go to McDonald's. But that sounds good. That sounds good. And it makes right-wingers laugh. It's not representative of how the world actually is. And there's not even that many... Like, there's not that many gender studies majors. I'm as woke as they come, according to you people. I've never even... Oh, I have met one. She works for Planned Parenthood now. I've met one. I met one gender studies major. And she is like an executive for Planned Parenthood now. One. In my entire... There's not that many of them. But you guys want to... You guys want to act like everybody's getting a gender studies major. That's stupid. You're creating a straw man. You're susceptible to this bullshit because you don't have the critical thinking skills. And she's writing that all the way to the bank. I do need to call that guy to come fix it. And so what that creates is a generation of bitter, angry people who Listen to, she is seething. <laughs> Bitter, angry people. Ma'am, you are one of the most bitter and angry people I've ever seen. We watched you reacting to the SNL skit the other day. And you just, like, you were fuming. There, there was steam coming out of your ears. This is projection right here. Right, because they did everything the right way, and that's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to do what you're told your whole life and to find yourself in debt with no way to make money. Their only option... My lover, Hitman. In the same meaning... Welcome. Thank you for being a freaking follower. ...learning under, right? To become a professor in gender studies. They're angry and they're bitter at society. They're angry and they're bitter at capitalism. How is the guy who fixes ACs making more money than me? That's what they think. I've never heard anybody say that. This is the reason that when you look into the class of people who are anti- Absolutely not. I've got videos on it. I even got shouted out by Matt Walsh. Called me a formidable voice in the culture. Because they're angry. And they don't know what they're angry at. They think it's the rich guy. They think it's the not-so-rich guy, but... I've, I have not seen the Minnie Mouse guy, pants. Right? I've not they seen that clip taxes yet. need to be raised on these people that learned how to get ahead. Yes, yes, the conservatives are so fearful of everything, of just nonsense. Antifa's going to get you. I'm serious. I went to the clubhouse to get a package at my apartment complex. 
And there's and like she's the nicest old lady. She works at the the stakeout down the road. I've I talked to her on the phone because she's like, oh yeah, I live in your building. But she was outside of the 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 clubhouse, and <laughs> she was talking about how she was worried about her son because he's a cop. The Antivas were moving in. The fuck are you people talking about? It's insane. Or if it's not Antifa, it's Marxism's gonna get you. It's the woke college students. They're scared of the gender studies people. What the fuck? Oh fuck. In fact, the taxes need to be taken by the corrupt politicians. Matt Walsh on the Dr. Phil show looked like an angry, bitter man. And if you think if you think he made uh, the trans activists look bad, which, by the way, I've reached out to them and sent them the clip of my show. I don't know that they want to do any media at this point, but hopefully we can have them on sometime and actually talk to them. Speaking of angry and bitter... Old Trumpy boy held a rally over the weekend. And to finish, we will ban critical race theory in our classrooms. Good Lord. Right off the bat. They're scared of the critical race theory. They're scared of fucking everything. They're scared of any kind of diversity. We will ban it in our military. We will ban it from our workplaces. And we will ban it from our federal, state, and local governments. And I did that. But the and that's, a, that's a, going back to what we were talking about at the beginning. I, I named off the statistics. And this is why they are so adamant about banning critical race theory. Because critical race theory is a college course about recognizing all of this shit that I was talking about earlier. Black preschoolers, 3.6 times more likely to be suspended than white preschoolers. Black students are 3.2 times more likely to be suspended for infractions at schools. Predominantly black school districts receive far less financial funding than white school districts. Black Americans with college degrees are twice as likely to be unemployed. Modern wealth of black college graduates is $23,000 versus $180,000 in white college graduates. White researchers are twice as likely to win research grants than black researchers. As 27% of black Americans live in poverty compared to 9.9% of whites. Median overall wealth for black families is $11,000 versus $134,000 for white families. Black Americans represent 40% of the homeless population despite only being 13% of the general population. Black home buyers are more likely to be denied an appointment with a real estate agent. Comparable homes in black neighborhoods are worth 23% less compared to white neighborhoods. Black Americans receive harsher punishments for the same crimes. Black Americans in the criminal justice system are 18 times more likely 
I'm sorry, black children in the criminal justice system are 18 times more likely to be sentenced as adults compared to white children. Prosecutors are 1.75 times more likely to file charges on black Americans that require mandatory minimums. Black drivers are 20 or 20% more likely to be pulled over than white drivers. Black Americans are searched more than white Americans. Black Americans represent 40% of the total prison population, despite representing 13% of the general population. Black Americans are 3.6 times more likely to be arrested for marijuana usage, despite virtually equal usage rates. I'm not high enough for this shit. I'll permit you to lick my balls. That is why there's an attack on critical race theory because you wouldn't want lawyers to learn about this shit because then they might advocate for policies to try to correct this injustice. Yeah, it's nonsense to say it's caused by an invisible force. It's not. It's baked into the system. Are you stupid? Are you stupid? I keep asking that question. You agree that uh, systemic racism is a thing. It exists. I just demonstrated it. It didn't just happen. There wasn't some invisible force. It was engineered by our laws, redlining practices, the, the whole right-wingers made fun of Pete Buttigieg for talking about how roads were racist. They weren't. The government used eminent domain to get rid of black neighborhoods and to separate cities, segregate them with roads. Do not, do not, do not evoke the name of Martin Luther King Jr. You need to go read a letter from a Birmingham jail. Because the the dude that claims to be neutral is exactly who he was talking about. The white moderate. That's that's the, the letter where he outlines how the white moderate is more of an impediment to justice than the person that is burning a cross. The solution to racism isn't more racism. That's more right-wing fucking propaganda that you're spouting off. You don't know what you're talking about. That's a straw man. Are you stupid? Are you a stupid person? Do you think we're stupid? you think we're fools? Yes. And that's how we ended up with, with dumb fucks like Donald Trump. And he unbanned it. It was totally banned. It was ended. And then he came in and they did an executive order. And they did an unbanning. I'll do that first day, first hour, if I decide to run and if we win. If we win. And another thing we'll do, and so many people have been asking me about it. If I run and if I win, we will treat those people from January 6th fairly. We will treat them fairly. And if it requires pardons, we will give them pardons because they are being treated so... A honking. This hasn't happened 
to all of the other atrocities that took place recently. Nothing like this has happened. What that unselect committee Habit talks. What the people are doing. Habit talks. Welcome. Thank you for being a freaking follower. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. We will treat them fairly. And we will take care of the people of this country, all of the people. Take note of this. We will fire the woke generals who only know how to lose. They only know how to lose. I mean, this is some Nazi bullshit here. We're going to come in, we're going to clean and cleanse the military. These ridiculous foreign wars where they don't even want us. We will ban... Men from participating in women's sports. So ridiculous. Did you see the man who was on the swimming team at a certain school that I know very well? The record held for like 11 years. He beat it by 38 seconds. But the best Nothing unites people like hatred of an outgroup. This is some Nazi-ass shit. That held up for 20 years. For 20 years, they're putting like a little half an ounce on each side of the weights, and the women are working so hard. This guy comes in. Have you lifted before? No. Oh, wah, wah. <laughs> Take a look at the weightlifting record. You want to see some real? Think of it. Two ounces is unacceptable. They beat him by many. And this, du- this dude has totally watched trans porn before. We will restore patriotic education. He's probably had trans hookers come over and have pizza with him he doesn't actually fuck anybody apparently honor our history and to always respect our great american i'd like that's the that's the story of who, who, what was what was the porn star stormy daniels they 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 fucking hung out and ate pizza you live in sexual anarchy in flair Our MAGA movement is by far the greatest political movement in the history of our country. And I say it all the time, and they never even, the fake news, they never even question it because it is, there's never been anything like it. And you know what it really stands for? Loving our country. That's all it is. Together we are standing up against some of the most sinister forces, entrenched interests, and vicious opponents our people have ever seen. could say our country has never seen anything like it. But no matter how big or powerful these corrupt radicals may be, the fuck? never forget our nation does not belong to them. Our nation belongs to you. Appeals to nationalism. This is your home. This is your This is, this is 100% fascist as fuck. Is your the Republican Party is gone. Completely off the board. From Houston to Austin, from Dallas to El Paso, from the Red River to the Rio Grande, the people of Texas live and breathe the fierce spirit of independence, and the Lone Star State has always embraced the cause of American freedom like no one else or like no place else. This is the state where William... One of, one of the least representative James states of its people. And Davy Crockett made their last stand at the Alamo. I love the Alamo. This is the state where a small band of patriots from the Battle of Gonzales 
armed with a single cannon, stared down a foreign army that was so powerful and declared, come and take it. And Texas is the state where generations of farmers and ranchers and sheriffs... Another sign of fascism. You appeal to a mythology. Prospectors, pioneers helped build up the greatest nation in the history of the world. And we will never let any socialist or communist movement take that away from us. There is no... Apparently Biden is trafficking children now. (laughs) God, right-wingers are fucking morons. There is no victory we cannot have because faith is lifting up our souls. American... We're literally watching a video of a man who was very good friends with an accused child trafficker. And somebody's like, oh, Biden's trafficking children. God, right-wingers are stupid. Do you think we're stupid? Pride is beating in our hearts, and pure, unflinching courage is coursing through our veins. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield. We will never give in. We will never give up. We will never, ever back down. My fellow Americans, this incredible journey we are on together has only just begun. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. No, no, no. Come back. RB, RB. I'm bringing it back. It's ending right now. Don't leave. Don't leave. Don't leave. We're done with the Trump. You needed to hear what he had to say so you could see this story. Georgia prosecutor requests help from the FBI following alarming Trump comments. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis has asked the FBI on Sunday to conduct a risk assessment of the county courthouse and government center in Atlanta following alarming comments by former President Trump during a rally on Saturday. Willis is conducting an investigation into Trump's efforts to interfere with the outcome of the 2020 presidential election in Georgia. This month, Willis was granted a special grand jury to aid in her investigation. The special grand jury will be able to issue subpoenas to witnesses and gather additional evidence. Rally in Conroe, Texas on Saturday, Trump floated the idea of possibly pardoning people who have been charged and sentenced over their participation in the January 6th riot. In a letter to J.C. Hacker, the special agent in charge of the FBI's Atlanta field office, Willis noted that during his speech, Trump also denounced multiple criminal investigations against him, including hers, and claimed she was involved in uh, prosecutorial misconduct at the highest level. Hopefully, the legal system will do its job and take care of this jackass. Because the political system isn't going to do it, apparently. Because the Republicans have gone full-blown fascist. Meanwhile, over in the UK, their prime minister is going to get ousted by his own party over something far less egregious. Apparently the bar for getting rid of a prime minister way lower than getting rid of a U.S. president. 
probe into Boris Johnson's lockdown parties finds failures of leadership. The lockdown-defying parties at UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson's Downing Street residence represent a serious failure to observe the standards expected of government officials, according to the long-awaited initial findings of an investigation out today. Against the backdrop of the pandemic, when the government was asking citizens to accept far-reaching restrictions on their lives, some of the behavior surrounding these gatherings is difficult to justify, the report states. There were failures of leadership and judgment by different parts of Number 10 and the Cabinet Office at different times. It also noted that some of the gatherings should not have been allowed to occur at all, while others shouldn't have been permitted to develop as they did. The report also makes note of the excessive alcohol consumption at these gatherings, which it adds is not appropriate in a professional workplace at any time. The report was published by senior civil servant Sue Gray. The full findings were not published because of an ongoing police investigation into more serious allegations related to the gatherings per the BBC. Johnson apologized for the gatherings on Monday during an appearance at the House of Commons. I get it and I will fix it, Johnson said. Scandal has also mounted speculation that Johnson's own party might force him out. Meanwhile, Justin Trudeau, who uh, I don't believe was at any lockdown parties, has now tested positive for the coronavirus. COVID-stricken Trudeau uses trucker protest to attack Tory rival. Reading from Bloomberg News. PM slams abusive behavior and criticizes O'Toole as complicit. Though crowds have thinned, Ottawa's core remains paralyzed. We've got some... If it's going to let me play the video. I'm testing out some new paywall ad-blocking shit. Bloomberg is uh, a shitty website, so I'm, I'm probably having trouble playing the video. But I've got others. I've got drone footage of what it looked like yesterday. Now, the Kingston police outside of Ottawa, they estimated about 200 trucks, not the 50,000. Ah, shit, they got some kind of fucking music. This was the drone footage. Over the convoy. In Ottawa, which. Clogged up traffic and is apparently still having effects, according to the Bloomberg story that we were reading, because it said it had been updated today. These are the same right wingers that would have gone nuts. During BLM protests. God, it's always Caitlin Bennett. That's going to haunt me. I believe this is a right-wing outlet covering the convoy. Now, I want to point out that the Canadian Trucker Association has condemned this and said that their membership is embarrassed by these motherfuckers. 
So that is what Justin Trudeau was referring to. Gaining momentum. He said it was a fringe. Ontario police say around 400 vehicles left Thunder Bay heading towards Toronto, where many more were waiting to join the procession to the nation's capital. I'm not a big fan of the mandates. I think they pushed it a little too far, and uh, I think there's a lot of people here that uh, have the same message, and and I think it's a positive one. We are here on the north edge of the city of Toronto, and take a look at this. There are hundreds of people gathered here, many of them with Canadian flags, many of them carrying signs condemning vaccine mandates and Prime Minister Justin. Justin Trudeau, a lot of over 90 percent of the truckers in Canada are vaccinated. A lot of people here who aren't truckers, aren't related to the trucking industry at all. And a sign that this movement has become about much more than truckers and vaccine mandates. The protest appears to have spiraled into a catch all for countless other issues. Info wars. Specific concern about COVID related mandates and has expanded out exponentially from that to, you know, include far-right concerns around globalization, multiculturalism, anti, anti-government, anti-Trudeau sentiment. We are... It's, it's, it's the JFK shit of the North. Man, one of the self-described organizers of the protest appears to have previously encouraged followers to loot grocery stores that asked for proof of vaccination. He's listed politicians who were not born in Canada and said he planned to vandalize a Black Lives Matter mural, for which he later apologized. This expert in conspiracy theories says other members have also called for the protest to become Canada's January 6th, a reference to the crowds that stormed the U.S. Capitol last year. I would like to Good see Lord. January 6th event. See some of those truckers plow right through that 16-foot wall. Everywhere has their cranks, and this is, is a this global movement that's being hijacked by other. We we, we we did the the freedom rallies that were in Europe. What last weekend? I had that group. I couldn't find any information about who was actually funding the group. So I assume it's going to tie back to, you know, the usual suspects. Charles Koch, the Mercers, all the all the different think tanks, the Heritage Foundation, because they've been funding the COVID misinformation. They've been funding the, the fucking shit about labor shortages. They're always behind it. They're behind the union busting. That's really hard to say. Everyone does have the right to protest. But there are other actors who may be engaged who see this as an opportunity for something else. The conservative finance critic accused the media of focusing on a few bad apples. But that doesn't mean we disparage the thousands of hardworking, law-abiding. Got to create a straw man again who quite frankly have kept all of you alive the last two years by do- f- filling your... Once again, the Canadian Trucking Association denounced this. Enough ...that they're preparing for a range of scenarios, including the potential for violence. It's not just your regular protests coming to the city. So um, people are concerned. Um, I-, I will await as we as we know more and see more. I, I understand... Five, welcome. Thank you for being a freaking follower. That's not their target. Their target is Ottawa. And Jeff Semple is with me now. Jeff, you spent the day out there with the protesters. What was the atmosphere like? It was a real mixed bag, Donna, I have to tell you. There were a lot of truckers, as you saw there, and their supporters who were, you know, quite polite and positive, talking about the fact that they're essential workers and feel... There were several that had Confederate flags and Nazi flags. Also, a lot of other people and a lot of angry people. And a lot of that anger was directed 
at us as journalists. Myself and my colleagues here faced a lot of verbal abuse all day. And in fact, one local news crew called police here at one point after they said that one of the protesters tried to drive their car. I'd be a few, Zoot. Reporters while he was doing his work. If, you, so, if you're just dropping by, it's, it's been interesting. That those tensions may bubble over when that convoy arrives to Parliament Hill. Some of the organizers have a history of white nationalism and racism. Hey, they are protesting mandates, which is 100% within their right. There was a state trooper that decided he was going to protest mandates. We played the video. Anyway, a former Washington state trooper who was fired for refusing to get the COVID-19 vaccine and then went viral in a video in which he told the governor to kiss his ass has now died after being infected with a coronavirus. This is according to two people close to the family. Robert LeMay, 50 years old, became a hero to anti-vaxxers in October when he defied the state mandate and became one of dozens of troopers to lose their job over it. From his cruiser, LeMay filmed his final sign-off saying, This will be the last time you hear me in a state patrol car, and Jay Inslee can kiss my ass. Do you think we're stupid? you think we're fools? Yes, I do. I do absolutely think you're stupid. Speaking of kissing asses, The West Virginia governor, Jim Justice, apparently has some beef with Bette Midler. I had no clue this was going on. I believe this is over uh, 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 Joe Manchin and his stance on the Build Back Better Act. So Bette Midler took some shots at West Virginia or something. Now, we've played Jim Justice a few times here on the show because he usually has something funny to say. I will give him his props. He is one of the few Republican governors that took COVID incredibly serious. And his, even though he took it serious, his state of the state had to be delayed because he caught COVID a week or two ago. So now we are getting the state of the state from, I believe it was Thursday night. And he had a little message for Bette Midler. Drew, if you can hand me baby dog. Baby dog cute. We've seen Baby Dog quite a few times in in videos with Governor Justice. I want to tell y'all just this, and I mean this. I told you a second ago, easy, baby. Don't go. You're you're hung up in my jacket. I wanted to tell you just this. I told you a few minutes ago. I'm your proudest. Hope she's not scared. Absolutely, too many people doubted us. They never believed in West Virginia. They never believed in West Virginia that we could do it. They never believed that the new cores or the Green Power or Owens and Miner, they never believed. They never believed they'd be here. They told every bad joke in the world about us. And so What's he talking about? Baby dog tells Bette Midler and all those out there. Kiss her, honey. 
But this is this is what the Republican Party has become. It's insane. And that's that's one of the reasons why I get so upset. Like we we watch Chuck Schumer just blather on and on and on. He's not a good speaker. The Democratic Party needs some fresh blood, people that can communicate. Because god damn are we losing the propaganda war. Because there's too many stupid people out there that want to just believe these bumper sticker sayings. Saw examples of it earlier. That's how you fall for bullshit like Joe Rogan. So Joe Rogan put out a video, I believe it was last night, talking about the controversy with him and Spotify, Neil Young. We're going to go over the the list of artists. I think it's Neil Young, uh, a guitarist for Bruce Springsteen, Joni Mitchell, that have taken their music off of Spotify now. Apparently, Joe Rogan had to say something either at the behest of Spotify or in order to appease Spotify. But here we go. I've, I've not... I've watched like the first minute of this, and I got pissed off and turned it off like, ah, i got to save it for the show. Hello, friends. I wanted to make a video to address some of the controversy. I don't. We'll, we'll get the we'll get the full list here in just a second. And I don't know who all is on there. Thank you to everyone that sent love and support. And here's the thing. Here's the thing is I've been a Joe Rogan fan for from way back. And people are like, "Oh, you don't listen to Joe Rogan?" No, I fucking listen to Joe Rogan. I was with him back in the days when he was doing stand up bits about flying pussy squirrels and shit. Yeah, you ain't never heard that because I've been around a long, long time. I would have no problem with Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan's show if he was just sitting around talking to comedians and MMA fighters. Other interesting guests. Maynard from Tool. Pop stars and shit. Why the fuck is he having nut job doctors on? Why is Ben Shapiro on fucking 14 times? And that's the thing is people are like, well, he had Bernie Sanders on. Yeah, once. He had Cornell West on like twice. Why does he have Ben Shapiro on fucking 14 times? Jordan Peterson on 14 times. Fucking, they don't have anything interesting to say. They're idiots. It doesn't make sense to me. And if you're going to talk about COVID, you want to have Dr. Malone on. Why didn't you talk to a reputable doctor beforehand so that you can have a more in-depth conversation with Dr. Malone. I don't get it. But here we go. I truly, truly appreciate it. And it's been very nice to hear from you. I wanted to make this video, first of all, because I think there's a lot of people that have a distorted perception of what I do, maybe based on sound bites or based on headlines of articles that are disparaging. Um, The podcast has been accused of spreading dangerous misinformation. He has been telling his predominantly young male audience not to get the vaccine based on a complete misunderstanding of the risk of myocarditis. 
Now, there, this is going back to why, like, I think everybody needs to have that two-year associate's degree. Because hopefully you get a class in statistics. And you understand statistical analysis. You got called out on it by a journalist, what, a month ago? He backpedaled a little bit, but still tried to cover his ass. But it took seven months, eight months of him talking about this shit before somebody called him out on that. And we've known that the whole time. We've always known that there was a much greater risk of myocarditis from COVID than the vaccine. Joseph Zepps, yeah, or Josh Zepps, I'm sorry. So, why did it take him so long to have somebody that was knowledgeable about the topic? Why and why was it a journalist? Why did if you want to talk about this issue, why wouldn't you get reputable doctors on? Why are you having the the fringe? If you want to have the fringe on, that's fine. Joe Rogan is open-minded. So why can't he have a doctor on that knows what they're talking about? Specifically about two episodes. I don't hate Joe. Specifically about two. One with uh, Dr. Peter McCullough and one with Dr. Robert Malone. Dr. Peter McCullough is a cardiologist and he is the most published physician in his field. And once again... Leaving out a lot of context about these two motherfuckers. That is not still manning your argument. In history, Dr. Robert Malone owns nine patents on the creation of mRNA vaccine technology and is at least partially responsible for the creation of the technology that led to mRNA vaccines. Both these. And that's, that's also weird that they want to bring up all his patents and shit. Like, he was a businessman. He hasn't been doing research since the 80s. But they, they want to make the argument that the pharmaceutical industry is corrupt, but not Mr. fucking ran his own fucking uh, research company. Joe is just getting ready, Joe is getting ready to be incredibly wrong here. Very highly credentialed, very intelligent, very accomplished people, and they have an opinion that's different from the mainstream narrative. I wanted to hear what their opinion is. I had them on, and... Malone was part of the consortium of scientists that theorized it was possible that mRNA vaccines could be invented. He was not the inventor of mRNA. I No, he has an obligation to his audience. Nobody is trying to censor him. I... I You came in here and said I was hating on Joe and I'm trying to censor him, but like that's the exact opposite of what I said. Once again, right-wingers want to create a straw man. They live in a fantasy world. Joe Rogan is getting ready to state things that are just absolutely not true right here. Of that, those episodes in particular, uh, those episodes were labeled as being dangerous. They had dangerous misinformation in them. The problem I have with the term misinformation, especially today, is that many of the things that we thought of as misinformation just a short while ago are now accepted as fact. Like, for instance, eight months ago, if you said, if you get vaccinated, you can still catch COVID. Not true. Not true. 
I can I can verify this. We knew you could still spread COVID with the vaccine. You could still spread polio after you've been vaccinated. That's not how vaccines work. What he is saying is fundamentally not true, and nobody was censored for it because I said it on this show. You can still spread COVID. You would be removed from social media. They would, nope. they would ban you from social Never platforms. happened. Now, that's accepted as fact. If you said... I don't- what he just said was false. I don't think cloth masks work. You would be banned from social media. Now... Cloth masks work. They have an efficacy rate of about 20 to 25%. With the more contagious Omicron, they are not as effective. And also, we don't have as many people wearing masks. If everybody was to wear a cloth mask, the rates of transmission would drop drastically. Joe is wrong again. That's openly and repeatedly stated on CNN. If you said, I think it's possible that COVID-19 came from a lab, you'd be banned from many social media platforms. No. Never happened. We... I got taken down multiple times from YouTube. I got strikes on my channel. I almost lost my YouTube. I, I had to get it back on appeal. Never once was talking about lab leak. One of the reasons why. Never. I can, I, and we did it. I, there is, you can certainly accuse me of a lot of things, but confronting right-wing propaganda head-on, or not confronting right-wing propaganda head-on is not something you can accuse me of. Fuck, I fucked up the negative there. I'm sorry. Not high enough for this shit. I have been talking about the lab leak theory ever since it was a thing in right-wing media. What he is saying is fundamentally wrong. The video I got fucking a strike for, for there were two medical misinformation. I can't remember what Marjorie Taylor Greene said on the house floor, but the other one was the woman that said that the vaccine made you magnetized and tried to, like, I tried to put a spoon on my head. That's what got me fucking a strike for medical misinformation. That's how outlandish you had to be. Joe Rogan is lying. Now that's on the cover of Newsweek. All of those theories that... All of what you just said was bullshit. ...discussed by those two men that I had on my podcast that have been accused of dangerous misinformation. I do not know if they're right. I don't know because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm just a person who sits down and talks to people and has conversations with them. Do I get things wrong? Absolutely. I get things wrong, but I try to correct them. Whenever I get something wrong, I try to correct it because I'm interested in telling the truth. I'm interested in finding out what the truth is. And I'm interested in... Then you have an obligation to have credible doctors on to counter the misinformation. Um, I'm not interested in only talking to people that uh, have one perspective. That's one of the reasons why I had Sanjay Gupta. That, That seems like a lie. And you had Sanjay Gupta on to try to bash him over CNN's coverage of you. Which was not incorrect. You couldn't give a clip. You even tried to have Jamie pull it up. There was not a clip that what CNN was saying was incorrect. People on Twitter were making fun of you for taking horse paste. 
the way CNN reported it was that you took ivermectin, which is commonly used as a horse dewormer, and that statement is factual. And you got your panties in a wad about it because people on Twitter were saying you were taking horse paste. And we made memes about it and shit. Because I don't, I don't know why, why are they so sensitive? And you would think that Joe Rogan, of all people, wouldn't be so sensitive. But he goes on his show and claims that CNN was lying about him, and they didn't. On Dr. Sanjay Gupta, who I respect very much, and I really enjoyed our conversation together. He has a different opinion than those men do. I had Dr. Dr. Michael Osterholm on at the very beginning of the pandemic. Um, he is on. Yes, have him back on. He is. He is actually a knowledgeable virologist. I had uh, Dr. Peter Hotez on, who is uh, a vaccine expert. He, yes, have him back on. He is working on a not-for-profit vaccine. He is amazing. How people come to these conclusions and what the facts are. Now, because of this controversy, and I'm sure there's a lot of other things going on behind the scenes with these controversies, but uh, Neil Young has removed his music from the, the platform of Spotify and uh, Joni Mitchell and uh, apparently some other people want to as well. Um, I'm very sorry that they feel that way. I, 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 I uh, most certainly don't. Apparently, a lot of people canceled uh, their Spotify subscriptions. I've always been a Neil Young fan. I'll tell you a story at the end of this about that. One of the things that Spotify... Healthcare should not be a for-profit industry. That's why I fight like fucking hell. Medicare for all. Take the profit motive out of healthcare. I don't think pharmaceutical companies should exist. I think medicine should be open source. It's shit we talk about every night on this show. Thank you, Vision. We agree. That I agree with is that at the beginning of these controversial podcasts, like specifically ones about COVID, is to put a disclaimer and say that you should speak with your physician and that these people and the opinions that they express are contrary to the opinions of uh, the consensus of experts, which I think is is very important. Sure. Have that on there. I'm very happy with that. Um, Also, I think... Uh, if there's anything that I've done that I could do better is uh, have more experts with differing opinions right after I have the controversial ones. Uh, I would have them before so you know what to say to the controversial and, uh, ones, I dumb like fuck. To to some people that have uh, differing opinions on those podcasts in the future. We'll see. Um, you know, the other I way. Do all the scheduling myself, and uh, I don't always get it right. This these podcasts are very strange because they're just conversations. And oftentimes I have no idea what I'm going to talk about until I sit down and talk to people. And that's why some of my ideas are not that prepared or fleshed out because I'm looking to talk to the Um, reputable experts before you have the cranks on. I think that's also the appeal. I would I would love to see an informed Joe Rogan go up against these dumb fucks he's having on these charlatans. That are spreading misinformation. That would be fantastic. Of the show. It's one of the things that makes it interesting. Um, So uh, I want to thank Spotify for being so supportive during this time. Uh, And I'm very sorry that this is happening to them and that they're taking so much heat from it. And so now the the Neil Young story. (laughs) When I, 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 first of all, I'm not mad at Neil Young. Have Neil Young on. That would be awesome. When I was 19... I was a security guard at a place called Great Woods in Mansfield, Massachusetts. It's a, an outdoor concert amphitheater, and Neil Young was playing there, and that was the last day I worked there. I quit 
during the Neil Young concert. Um, the job is kind of crazy because there was a lot of times it was fights broke out and stuff. And you say it was crazy horse. Like 15 bucks an hour and I was not about to get beat up for 15 bucks an hour. So I would bring a hoodie with me whenever I worked. So in case the shit hit the fan and it, what the fuck? 15 bucks an hour. When was this? Like the late eighties fucking 15 bucks an hour was good. The hell are you talking about? Got too crazy. I would just put my hoodie on and leave and cover my security outfit, my security shirt. So one day during a Neil Young concert, there's uh, the amphitheater, the way it's set up. Is, I thought it was corny. You must have a, a very corny sense of humor. And then there's a lawn area behind it. But thank and you. The lawn area. Professor. During the Neil Young concert, they got a little rowdy. It was cold out and they started bonfires. So they had these raging fires. I, I lawn, and we were. So- I was not proud of myself after I told that one. That's why I did the. I thought I did. I, w- I would boo somebody that told that joke. Different different senses of humor, though. Supposed to go and put these fires out and stop them. So we tried for a little while, but then brawl started breaking out and it started getting crazy. And I was like, "Fuck this!" So I put my hoodie on. I zipped it up. Okay, vision. Like if you if you have watched this and listened to what I had to say and think that I hate him, if you. One, that you think that I hate Joe Rogan. Or two, that I, I hate him because of his success. I have to ask if you're stupid. How have I said anything that would lead one to believe that I hate Joe Rogan? Clearly, I'm more of a fan of Joe Rogan than you are. Probably. Given the fact that I'm OG. I go way back. So, Do you think we're stupid? you think we're fools? I, I, I don't get it. So why would you why would you say something like that? I that's the thing I don't get with right wingers is you speak in these little bumper sticker slogans that sound good but they don't mean anything. Uh, yeah, I just I, I I think he has a responsibility to his audience to, and I think the show would be better. If he had the expert on, the reputable expert on first, and an informed Joe Rogan has the crank on, the show would be a million times better. But then again, you might not get the cranks anymore because they don't like being exposed. And uh, I left and I drove home and as I was driving home, I was singing, keep on rocking in the free world. That was my last day on the job. I don't even- and, and And right wingers... They've been like, oh, the guy that's uh, made keep on rocking the free world is trying to censor somebody. I've seen that meme a million times. You've not listened to the lyrics of keep on rocking in the free world and what Neil is talking about. Catabox, welcome. Thank you for being a freaking follower. I even think I collected my last check. Uh, so no uh no hard feelings towards neil young and definitely no hard feelings towards Joni well thank Mitchell. you keith's dad i, I appreciate I that chucky's in love is a great song um uh, i don't know what else i can do uh differently other than maybe try harder to get people with uh differing opinions on right afterwards i do think that that's important no no get uh, the reputable doctors first do my best to Make sure that I be informed when you topics, interview the controversial, controversial doctors. In particular, 
and have all the pertinent facts at hand before I discuss them. Again, I'm not trying to... That's not too much to ask. ask I'm not trying wanting to people... I've, I've never tried to do and that. That's, I had that, that whole argument with the right-wing caller last week. Everything he said was wrong. And I had to go back. I had to spend five minutes correcting each point he made and explaining why he's wrong. Why do you not feel the burden of proof is on you to know what you're talking about? That's all I ask. What? What? Nobody's trying to censor anybody. It's it's the weirdest fucking thing. Thing with this podcast, other than just talk to people and have interesting conversations. I didn't plan it. I can't believe it's as successful as it is. It was never really an idea that I had. I, I the, know everything the about everything. That's not too much to ask. That's your that's your comment. Like that's stupid. I never said that. That's a straw man argument. Once again, it's, it's another one of those little bumper sticker phrases. It sounds good. It sounds good to a stupid person. He's asking him to know everything about everything. But he's even saying he needed to have the reputable experts on. He needs to do it beforehand. And I don't know how anyone can argue that it wouldn't be a more interesting show that way. With an informed Joe Rogan actually having an argument back to this this Robert Malone spouting nonsense. Or fucking Jordan Peterson. I don't even know who you have on to counter Jordan Peterson. Everything he said in that four-hour fucking podcast, it was unintelligible. It didn't make any sense. Maybe it makes sense to, to a dumb person that thinks they're smart, but goddamn, nothing Jordan Peterson said was cogent. This is why I just break down and, and call right-wingers morons. I don't I don't know what else to say. I, I get exacerbated by this. But hey, you know, let's let's find out what Diamond and Silk have to say about Joe Rogan, because I'm sure they've got an interesting take. And that identity politics once again is being played here. They did it with Kamala Harris, and now they're about to do it. Thank you, Flash Thompson. When you're going to pick somebody, they need to be qualified. That's when we right. look at affirmative action, to me, that is racist. It's racism. It's racism. Towards- what? Nobody is arguing that they're not going to pick somebody that's qualified. Putting diamond or silk on the Supreme Court would be picking somebody who's unqualified. <laughs> anybody whether you're white or black when you put somebody in based on skin color and not based on merit and, and if they can actually do the job something is is highly wrong That's we right. need to look at all of this here because i'm telling you this can really turn our courts upside down the supreme court upside down especially if you're picking somebody just based on race now if you're going to do it based on race, make sure they have the qualifications. Qualifications. Uh-huh. And, and don't pick no That's, Kamala Harris uh, because she's unqualified right. to be sitting on the... She was a prosecutor. <laughs> she's absolutely qualified to be on the Supreme Court. Hillary Clinton, also qualified. What the, what the fuck? Do you think we're stupid? 
Supreme Court. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, she's been unqualified for senator, for vice president, for border czar, whatever they are. The only thing she's good at is visiting bakeries. And, well, we, we can ask Willie Brown about Look at these chuckle fucks. And she was she was far better in the Senate. God damn. She was she should have stayed in the Senate. She actually did a good job of questioning people when they came in for hearings. She is she does seem to be woefully unqualified for the position of being vice president. He was a bad candidate, though. I, I, but I mean, when it comes to being a a judge, she probably would make a pretty good judge. This week, she's uh, seeking re-election for the nineteenth term in Congress. Pelosi says, "Flash makes a very good point." Uh, 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 the children, are you buying that? No. I, I, how is she protecting the children? And look at the children that lives there right in her state in California. That's right. Look at the state. I mean, this is this is something I'm going to find common ground on because I have a whole video bitching about how Nancy Pelosi should retire. Sad day in America. This woman has been in office for decades and has done nothing for the American people, but she's enriched herself. That's and right. And then she say, oh, I want to run for the night. I wouldn't say she's done nothing. I mean, I can actually point. I can point to actual legislation they have passed. There is no way I will be pushing my father to do some of the strange... Fucking uh, Diamond and Silk have no clue what Nancy Pelosi has ever fucking done. They're just feeding right-wingers what they want to hear. God, being a right-wing pundit is so fucking easy. Neil Young told Spotify that, that he would pull his music if Spotify refu- refused to cancel Joel... Jo- they did. Spotify says, okay, we're going to take your music off. <laughs> Free speech <laughs> wins, right? Well, That's not that nothing to do with free speech. Control somebody for, uh, freedom of speech That's because right. he wants to go this up is a, the narrative. And another well, thing. well, well. Let's do it. Caller, you're on the Troll Patrol. What's going on? What's up, Justin? This is John from Texas, man. I talked to you last week. Or, yeah. Oh, hey, shit. Brother. You're the fucking, I don't have all the information about the seawall now. God damn. That's me, man. I had, I had the 2008 study that the University of Washington did that said in 100 years, even given worst case scenario, sea level rise, the wall would still be three feet. I actually read that same study. Why couldn't you have done that before you tried to use it in an argument? Well, okay, let me look. Okay, yeah, you're right. I I should have. But the the point of a seawall is is not just to protect against like if it comes up. No, the the seawall was the seawall is to protect against flooding. It was like grubs or something had deteriorated it. I'll give you. Hey, look. Justin, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I looked it up. You're right. Was it grubs or was it something else? It was some. It was some creature had deteriorated, and that's why they had to replace it, right? Uh yeah. It was a barn- you know, I like to be. A, I like to sound smart, so I'll call him barnacles. Okay, okay, something, something to that effect. Yeah, it was like barnacles or something like that. Okay, cool. So, so you and agree it, with my point deter- that you were kind of uninformed about what you were talking about? Yes and no. There's not. That's not a yes and no thing. <laughs> no, it was yes and no. Like yes, 
<clears throat> um, it turns out the seawall was overbuilt back then. Yes. Okay, but you tried to use it as a argument against climate change. No, and I'm still going to do that. Give me time. So. No, no, you gotta be, was... you gotta be quick, man. I'm, I'm, I'm hungry. I'm, I'm. You're not going to talk for fucking forever tonight. <laughs> That's fine, man. No, that was a week. That was a week belch. It was, it, it wasn't even over. It, it's like, dude, if 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 really the it, if the climate's going to change and the the sea levels are going to rise, then why wouldn't they build it to the same standards to the same height? Why wouldn't they build it up another two feet? Because I saw that study and it because was they didn't need that, to. That, well, but they would if there was a storm or something like man, that. And the, the, man, 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 seriously. Well, that's why they built. Now a you're now you're moving the goalposts. That's a it's, that's a no, moving the goalpost fallacy. I'm not. I'm yes, not. they they actually engineer those to deal with. I mean, because I, I, as you know, I'm a Texas resident, and they did not rebuild the seawall to the same height after the Galveston hurricane of 1909 or whatever the fuck it was back in the day. I I I can't do this tonight, man. I can't. Like this is this is meaningless. You don't know what you're talking about. You're not informed on well, the topic. That's all you're gonna say. I mean, if 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 they uh, is the Galveston seawall the same as it was before the 1909 hurricane? Oh, so now that, I've got now uh, I've got to do more research to prove that you don't know what you're talking about about the Galveston seawall, man. Why do you have to do this to me? Why can't you just say that? Hey, maybe I shouldn't be talking about climate change because I'm a dumbass. It's okay. You, I'm Justin. a I'm a dumbass on many topics. No, no, I, I dude, look, and listen. I admit it, and I'm like, hey, I don't know about this, Justin. I'm never gonna call you a dumbass, dude. I'm I gonna call you like a dumbass you. because, I, like, it's true. You can call me a dumbass all you want. Because I proved it. I mean, it doesn't make it true. I but mean, it, you admit can, that you were wrong, man. You were wrong at yes, every fucking point as uh, we went along. Yeah. Well, I, I, I will admit that I did not have the facts. I won't admit that yes, I was wrong. Yes, yes, you were wrong. That's what not having the facts means. You were giving me an opinion that wasn't informed. Except all now I, it is. And my opinion hasn't changed. Oh, my God. Well, and, and I tried to explain to you why. I can't, man, everything you said last time, from the Keystone Pipeline to the... I can't even remember oh, no, all the things I that we that did. Too. I looked that up, too. Yeah, I, I, one, it was tar sands and not shell oil. I was wrong. But it's, it's the same yeah, concept. No, no, it was like and, it's oil and, in a sedimentary no, no. rock. Like it has to be. It's very expensive to extract, and we were sending it to China. I just confused tar sands with no, shell no, no, oil. No, 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 no. Here's where you're. Here's look. Here's here's here's. No, where no, 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 right. man, no, no, man. Man, I am no, no, starving. No, I'm, I'm going to finish my show, wrong. and stop, I'm going to get stop. the fuck off of we, here, man. Like just understand. What, no, I'm not telling you you're wrong. Fuck. I'm not telling you you're wrong. But here's the thing. Neither one of us could be right about the Keystone Pipeline, about where that oil was going to go, because it never got completed. There was a potential, yes, that it could have been it was going. There. They were going to ship it to China. God damn. It never got completed. I think so it did. It got turned sure. on. Holy fuck. 
<laughs> I'm not exactly sure, but I'm I I do believe it got turned on. I believe it had fucking multiple spills in the in the like year it was operational. But now I gotta go. I gotta it, go look well, that up because I want to be informed it, on a topic. It, but you no, just pull no, shit out your fucking ass, man, man. I can't. Point, I can't. The, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not fucking doing this tonight. I can't do it. I'm hungry and I'm not high enough. Sparkles sent me food. So I'm going to get off here and eat the food that she sent me. Media Winch is on in, in, a, in a few. Has been for a few years. Tar sands are worse than normal oil. That, that was the point. Exactly. I just confu- I said shell oil. But it's the same concept. That it's a, a oil that seeped into a, a sedimentary substance. It was just I got the substance wrong. I got the... I got the tar sands wrong. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. No, no, no. You're not leaving just yet. We've still got some more shit to talk about. I'm closing the phone lines because I can't, like, I can't argue with that dude for another 30 or 40 minutes. And, you know, you can't accuse me of talking over him and everything because we went through this the other night. I was very respectful for the first part. But he kept, he kept being wrong over and over again. I I 100% like the next night on the show just because you know our friend didn't hear it I did correct myself about the tar sands and the shell oil Oh yeah there's going to be an animal I got more shit to talk about Let's get the let's get the artist that actually joined in with Neil Young Can't accuse me of doing something I'm doing. The fuck are you talking about, Vision? No, I've. This was a this was a call from last week. The dude was wrong about fucking everything. He brought up some shit I didn't know about, and I'm like, wait, I don't know enough about this to argue about it. I said, call back tomorrow, and I will see whether you were correct or not. He was not, and even though he was not correct. He still want no no we were both right we want split the difference on this no he was not correct but the Seattle seawall yeah that's another I I I have not been in I have not been in the the best of mindsets and I played video games with Battle Opossum after the show last night. And he beat the fuck out of me in multiple rounds. Don't use the word logic. You don't know what logic is a set of formal and informal rules. They're called fallacies. That's my problem is people commit fallacies. Our caller was committing fallacies, and I just don't have time for it tonight. I'm not going to argue with it. So I might get off here in a better mindset and try to... Get my wins back against Battle Opossum. He took Batman, who was one of his best characters in Injustice 2. I took Starfire, who was one of my best characters in Injustice 2. Usually, I beat some ass with Starfire. 
Battle Opossum beat the fuck out of me. I did not win a single round. I even like slunk off. I'm like, dude, I'm not having fun anymore. I'm quitting. And that's how we met it. That's how we ended this. Nobody said I was the arbiter of truth. Oh my god. Fucking right-wingers are morons. Neil Young and Joni Mitchell's departure spark a bigger exodus. Asking the question, will Neil Young and Joni Mitchell's departure? Also joined by Nils Lofgren, a guitarist for the E Street Band and Crazy Horse. Made headlines when they pulled their music from Spotify, although the streaming giant has long drawn criticism from artists for paying out especially paltry royalties. Young, Mitchell, and Lofgren were taking a different type of stand. They challenged the vaccine misinformation being spread on Shock Jock Joe Rogan. I take issue with the Shock Jock label. People always call me a Shock Jock. I take issue with them calling uh, Joe Rogan a Shock Jock, actually. Spotify has responded by adding content advisories to podcast episodes that discuss COVID-19. But for the moment, the three rock vets' music remains unavailable on CEO Daniel Elk's platform. Now that a precedent has been set for artists leaving Spotify, will others follow suit? That's what I've seen. I've seen uh, uh, tweets about other artists leaving, but I couldn't verify it. If I didn't see a news story about it, I'm not going to trust it. Regardless of where one sits in the endlessly streaming and the endless streaming debates, the answer is probably not. Most artists simply don't have the legal rights to remove their music. That's Neil Young and Joni Mitchell are from a different time. Most artists don't own the publishing rights. That's correct. Even like if Paul McCartney wanted to pull his music, I don't think he only owns half the Beatles. I don't know if he owns like wings and shit. So like you couldn't pull everything. I know Sony owns half the Beatles catalog or maybe, maybe Paul McCartney bought it back. I don't know what happened after Michael Jackson died. In fact, even Young had to rely on the good graces of his record label. Before I told my friends at Warner Brothers about my desire to leave the Spotify platform, I was reminded by my own legal forces that contractually I did not have control of my music to do that. I want to thank my truly great and supportive record company, Warner Brothers, for standing with me in my decision to pull all my music from Spotify. You have to be huge. You have to be somebody like uh, Taylor Swift. Like, rebought her music. That's why she's able to re-release it now. Because she didn't own it originally. Contractual obstacles to an artist of even Young's stature pulling their recordings from Spotify underscores how the Byzantine details of U.S. copyright law directly affect the way Americans consume music. Now, that that brings up another point. All these right-wingers... They're claiming censorship. Fucking Neil Young didn't even own his own music. He couldn't be the one to decide what to do with it. But you're not claiming censorship on that. There's no consistency with right-wingers. I fucking, I can't stand it. Well, they're consistent in their stupidity. And that they all think they're middle of the road or neutral. Neutral. 
Yet they all say the same goddamn shit. Let's hear from one of them that I just discovered today. I took a little listen. I didn't hear the whole thing. I'm like, well, we might get some fun out of this. This is... It's true. When you go to college, you're mathematically um, more... There's a high probability that you will come out with a... This is Ryan Samuels. So someone kind of on my level that I might be able to pick a fight with and have a little debate. This is Ryan Samuels going to talk to us about liberal indoctrination. You know, it's, it's true. When you go to college, you're mathematically um, more. There's a high probability that you will come out with a more left-leaning ideology than you went in with. And um, I went to could college. be could be because you get educated about the facts and realize the way the world really works. So you don't fall for right wing nonsense what I was talking about earlier about having the two-year degree so that you get a well-rounded education you know the history of the country you know how to understand statistical analysis you get practical reasoning skills so yeah you probably do come out a lot more left-leaning college I got a master's degree and it I, I saw it I mean I experienced it you know there's a lot of left-wing teachers and I got a political science degree so if you have a political science degree, you should know you're committing an anecdotal fallacy. Give me an example. There were a lot of you know left-wing teachers trying to push this. Um, they were trying to push this left-wing agenda on the whole class, and I would question it. Well, what about... First of all, I need a precise definition of what you are calling a left-wing agenda. This... And some... They didn't like that. They would talk to you like you were wrong and you were an idiot. And, you know, normal... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you are saying profoundly stupid shit, like some of my callers like to say, some of the people in chat tonight, if you are saying profoundly stupid shit, it's possible you will get talked to like you're an idiot. They're like, well, this guy's going to get my... I got to get this good grade. I just got to accept what he says. I got to pass the test and I got to get out of here. I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to bring it up. But that repeatedly, repeatedly, same thing. And by the way, like... I never had a class where I felt like a professor was not encouraging a robust debate, especially in the philosophy department, where I spent a majority of my time. We were always encouraged to push back and argue with each other. God, I had one professor, and I'm sure he would get called a a liberal indoctrinator by somebody like this asshole. Like, his dick almost got hard. When he would get, like, two contrary opinions, he'd be like, all right, you guys argue it out now. Argue it out. So I don't know what he's talking about, and he's not going to give us an example. He's not ever going to illustrate what positions he got pushed back on. Spain packs over and over and over in your mind as you get through college for four years, and you go on to your master's another two years. So you're talking six years of that and that and that. And they fill your mind with, oh, well, no, 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 you're the educated. You know, that's why um, I think it's funny where um, I had a couple people come out. and uh, So the, the, the gender video I'm doing on Sunday now, not Friday, that I had to move to Sunday. Sorry. Every single one of my professors that I would have guessed were liberal or leftist 
went to great pains to seem as neutral as they possibly could. Every single one of my professors, I mean, there were only a few. I'm sure they were more prevalent in, like, the business side of things. Every professor that was right-wing would come in, state their name, I'm a Christian, blah, 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 blah. Oh, shit. But even, even the one that came in and made the whole proclamation that they were a Christian, they ended up being a damn good professor. The conservative professors were open about their conservatism. Whereas the lefty... Like, I had a history professor that would get protested because he did ancient history and uh, Christianity was his specialty. Specialty. He would get protested by the local churches. I found out he was a Methodist minister. He was he was a fucking minister in a church himself. I don't understand what these people are talking about. Yeah, I know that messes. Yeah, up. we're going to talk about gender, of That's course. I want to do. I have to do it. So, um, Neckbeard's got to talk about gender. You need to get educated. And all I said, the the only thing that in, that event says, the only thing it says, is says gender dysphoria, mental disorder with a question mark. That's the only thing it says. But everybody wants to put everybody into two categories, either extreme right moron or extreme left moron. And I would assume that he said. You know, something in the video that upset people. Um, Even a broken clock is right twice a day. You know, no matter what side you're on, we may disagree, but, you know, (laughs) the other side of whatever side you're on is not. And here's the thing. The people that will say that gender dysphoria is a mental disorder is recognized in the DSM. I always ask them, well, what is the DSM's treatment for gender dysphoria? For those of you who don't know, it's transitioning. So if you if you want to call it a mental disorder because you're you're saying that disparagingly and that's that's the problem that we have with it. If you want to treat it like a mental disorder, why are you mocking? Why why do you have scorn to people that that you say have a mental disorder? Why do you treat them as less than? It doesn't make sense to me. I don't. I don't get the position. It's wrong on everything. You know, the left was furious about the Patriot Act. They were right. The federal government, federal agents. Can well, thank you. Thank you. I've been right about a lot of shit in my life. Yeah, you guys have been wrong about a lot of shit. They could just say, "Oh, nope. I need to go in your house." Yeah, I wrote this and signed this. We have judges to determine probable cause. Habeas corpus. To, to, we have this system in place for a reason, and the Patriot Act circumvents that. The left was so against that. But Thank you. wanted it for security and safety. It was wrong. They were right. I'm sorry. They The right wanted it because they're fucking fascists. Were. In that instance, they were. Um, but everybody wants to put everybody into this, just, just, you're here, you're there. So they start ranting on about, oh, you're uneducated. And you're an idiot, and you need to do your research. Like, first of all, I'm I want to have this dude on. This is, this will be uh, fun. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are, that are more educated than me and even smarter than me. But I'm not 
some moron with, with nothing, but they automatically do that, and that's what they do to you in college. They push that on you. The straw man argument again. So you think differently than they do. You know, yeah, they don't have an education, so. And they kind of beef you up, so when you go out, your chest is bowed up. And it gives you that confidence, but your chest is bowed up with misinformation. Your chest is bowed up with liberal propaganda that you then spew on the world. But you're making a straw man argument. You become a journalist. You become a lawyer. You become a news reporter. You become a corporate executive at Google or Facebook. Doesn't sound like you're very left then. And you take all of that years of drilling and propaganda and drilling and propaganda and all those tests you took. What propaganda? To your job and what you're doing because it's thwarted your entire perception on reality. And we have not gotten one example of propaganda. Now, I sit here on this show every night and show you the right-wing propaganda and tell you while it's, why it's wrong. Right-wingers don't do that. They straw-man their opponents. Don't ever present any evidence to back up their arguments. And then claim victory. Happens. You turn on the news and you hear the same thing you learned at school. Then you watch a movie and you hear the same thing you saw on the news and learned in school. And that's the major. Now, there might be a critique there if you want to talk about corporatism and capitalism. Left towards totalitarianism. But that's not the left. That's not the left. Capitalism is not the left. Capitalism. Leaping into journalism and movies is not the left. That's not the left, you idiot. You're upset about capitalism. And that's why they want everybody to have free college. They want them all to have free school. Yeah, free school, because it's it's a plant for indoctrination. That's all it is. That's That's, that's all it is. So it is. I've done it. I went through it. I experienced it. I was in the public school. Once again, anecdotal fallacy and appeal to fault authority. System went to a, even to a private college, and um, that's what happened. So, let me see. Wow. But hey, it's not easy, or I mean, it's not hard to take down. These right-wing imbeciles. It's so easy. A kid could do it. This is Ben Shapiro getting owned by a kid's room here. And gives you very little in return. That is not true. Okay, that, that's, that's kind I mean, it's kind of true. It depends that's on the kind of government. That's what taxes are for. Yeah, that, that is what taxes are for, but, but taxes are theft, children. Taxes are the government takes a part of... You want to talk about indoctrination? That's indoctrination because that's straight up right-wing propaganda and the kid knows better. The money that you spend or the money that you earn or the yeah. property and value of your house. spend it on useless stuff. What about debt? Mostly, yes. I mean, they're supposed to spend it on things like the police. They're not supposed to spend it on just random projects or... Honey, the, the fucking... Majority of the budget in every municipality in this fucking country is the police. Good Lord. Silly things that they have in their head and they tend to spend it on kind of silly things very often. But as you get older, you will realize how, how little you like taxes. Yeah, he's way off base about that. I come from a, a state called California, oh, where, where, California. where monsters roam the streets. 
and garbage is strewn everywhere. I think that Biden kind of makes up the rules as he goes. I don't think, unfortunately, he cares very much about the rules for being president. I think he just tries to do whatever he can do. Senator Joe Manchin. Like what? favorite Democrat. He's preventing Joe Biden from doing a lot of bad things. So guys, you just learn more than you will in all of bad things, bad things like uh, passing voting rights or infrastructure more than you will in all of college about how the government works. Government is what takes all of your money and gives you very. And that's is that not indoctrination? Where's the consistency with the right wingers? They get upset that drag queens read children's books to kids, but don't get upset about literal indoctrination from fucking Ben Shapiro. Here's a bobcat. Bobcats are cute. Why can't I make it full screen? Come on. Facebook fucking with me here. I'm still getting the influx of, of right-wing morons because of the Matt Walsh thing. I'm getting a hell of a lot of comments on certain videos on YouTube. And it's just, it's all the same thing. And like last night, I was completely off my game. Tonight, I'm back, baby. I'm ready to get to the Bobcat and send you guys over to Media Winch because I'm fucking hungry. I'm gonna go make I'm gonna go make a blue cheeseburger. And it's gonna be awesome. It's a meltdown Monday. If you are watching on Twitch, we're gonna go say hey to the Media Winch. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I am Justin Freakin. We will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Live.